Yo, yo, yo! It's Thursday for you. You made it. One more day until you get to rock out. Isn't that sweet, Brooks? Um, yeah, it's great. I'm sorry. I'm just looking about how it's Mewtwo's birthday. Brooks uses uh, the show to catch up on his uh, correspondence on his phone. Um, I'd say a good 25% of the show <laughs> is Brooks zoned out looking at Donald Trump tweets or uh, uh, responding I, to text messages that I was you le- could do like an hour from now. Well, this one was even worse. It's Mewtwo's birthday, which is a Pokemon I loved growing up. So I was look, I was reading about how it was Mewtwo's birthday and just kind of reminiscing on how I loved uh, Pokemon when I was little. And uh, Pokemon is the reason I got bad at wrestling. I want to thank everybody for uh, their <laughs> five-star reviews on iTunes. Uh, we got one from Kevin McGannon, a trash bag podcast for trash bag animals. I like listening to the 357 mark of Still the Night by Whitesnake for over an hour straight. I wish I could give it more than five stars. Kev, Kev is a, a loyal daddy, and uh, we appreciate that. Motivating, as from Nashville Dub, this podcast is so fantastic that it motivates me to perform at least one power move a day. Just yesterday, I was so pumped, I robbed a Circle K wearing only my bathrobe and a Kylo Ren mask. Whoa. Nacho-flavored combos have never tasted so good that's from dub thank you nashville that's dub a, that's a fun review police are on their way power move that is by dc big bucks my nips get so strong listening to these all-american dudes talk about chili's app specials and day brewskies give her nice that's nice thursday morning trash every thursday my brother and i who are trash and work together because i was fired from my job of seven <laughs> years for failing a random drug test oh that's bullshit it empowers me to keep working with him getting off at noon and day drinking at a trash bar for a few hours thanks daddy for the great start to our thursday mornings that makes sense man people do get fired for random drug tests all I the mean, time jeez louise that stinks and that is from a daddy juggalo <laughs> so it's you I, can believe that i used to have a bit it just reminded me of I had a joke about how he, uh, when, when I graduated college, I took a drug test and was nervous, but you can't call them to be like, did you guys get it back yet? I had to do a drug test for Kessel's supermarket when I was yeah. 15 and I didn't know there were drug tests and they did the hair thing. <gasps> And I smoked weed the day before. Oh my god! And it's like the third time I've yeah. ever smoked weed. Oh, so and it's not that I was afraid I wasn't going to get the job at Kessel's supermarket. It was that I was going to have to explain to my parents why everyone else got these easy grocery no, no, bagger jobs. Nothing scary. And scarier. for some reason, I didn't. And you know, you know, my mother would go down to that store and be like, "Why aren't you hiring our yeah. son, Michael?" And be like, "He does drugs." It's what? terrifying. What? What? Yeah, yeah. It's nothing scarier than uh, than drug tests as like a 16, 17, 18 year old. 10 star podcast by run too slow. This show is ridiculously awesome, funny, amazing, hilarious, and just downright to have a good time to listen to subscribe and start binging every episode right away. Daddy. Uh, I will tell you, start it like episode four. The first three are a little choppy. They're not up. They're not up to my standards. Okay. I don't remember. I mean, there's so many, you don't have time to listen to them all. Anyway, if you're going to start, start it like four, uh, one more, Power workout. Best part of my workout is listening to power moves. Thanks for the laughs. Encouraging Ooh, people to get fit while they enjoy something frivolous. Good stuff by Tiana J23. God bless y'all. That's one more bonus. Thank you so much also to everybody who has joined Patreon.com. 
power slash power moves with Mike Burns. The numbers are growing, and those uh, Roadhouse scripts are going to be coming up real soon. As when soon you, as I get to a specific number, and I don't want to divulge how many followers I no, have. No, let them know the number. What's the no, number? No, I don't talk about it. What, why not? Because I, I feel like that's opening your checkbook and showing what everyone how much money you have. No, in the I bank. don't know, man. I, I I need a specific number over on entry level my podcast. Once I get a thousand reviews, I'm, I promise. Uh, that I'm interviewing Leonardo DiCaprio and it really helps. I really want it to happen. We're at like almost 900. So once there's a thousand, Leo DiCaprio will be in my apartment. It's just, I fucking, I know him. I, I can't know wait. Him. I'll be out here in sweatpants with no shirt on being like, sup, bruh. And I'm just going to be like, what was growing pains like? <laughs> Live from Los Angeles, woo, California. You're listening to Power Move, Daddy. Yeah, we're making power moves. Rocking a Detroit groove. To some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan. Rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans. Just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now you lied with no class. Blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. This all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, you see sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves, sipping some natty lights, late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves, yeah, I'm making power moves, just doing a Detroit groove, all American dudes, just making power moves, yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove, just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves. And we're back. Thank you so much for Rich O'Toole uh, remastering the Power Moves theme song once again. Beautiful, beautiful job. Great tune. Uh, much love to Rich. Brooks, B-Dubs Wheelin, joining me almost as always. What's up, Brooks? Nothing. We spent a whole week apart. Yeah, I had, I had the apartment to myself all week. It was it was nuts. It was I, nice. I literally had to sprint out. If you listen to the uh, After Dark program on Patreon, uh, you heard me panic when I got a bunch of uh, texts and did phone you, calls. Did you feed the cat or give I, it force the cat to eat its medicine? I gave Elvis his medicine. It was only tardy by like an hour and a half to two hours. You were cat sitting. And from that moment on, Brooks, I took that job dead seriously, and that cat got his. Because he's a sweet boy. Elvis, uh, if you're familiar with Elvis uh, from the My Favorite Murder program, what a tremendous down-to-hang-out cat. You know, some cats like to hide. This one likes to come out and talk and, like, sit on your lap and watch mm -hmm. TV and just be petted. Perfect cat. Every cat... Cats are weird, man. You were over there. Did you leave their apartment complex for the, a week? It poured. So, yeah, we left. We left occasionally to right. just go out down to the bar or but you something. were there for a full week? For a full week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living it up. Got the cable stitch. Got the cable stitch. Actual cable. Wow, that's fun. That is luxury, dude. When I yeah, when I dated Grace, we she had every single channel, and I got I gained like ten pounds just because I was like, 
I can watch everything. That's exactly what I did, Brooks. Yeah. And we'll just move this right into trying to do my thing. Okay. Like uh, when you're at someone else's house and you're house sitting or you're, uh, you know, watching their watching their animals and whatnot. People are always like, yeah, just anything in the fridge. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. It's all all you. You're like, you're like, thank you for doing this. And uh, Vince Averill uh, has like good snacks, Brooks, like stuff that we don't have, like grown people, like three, four kinds of crackers, lots well, because, of cereal. It's because you and I get drunk and well, at least me, I get drunk and we'll eat everything. That, so I keep it sparse. That is correct. That's why I can only have like one box of wheat thins. <laughs> yeah. And then Brooks eats them all. I'm like, <laughs> you didn't have wheat thins. And now we have zero wheat thins. I go and I go. But that re- is why we only keep like small amounts of stuff. In yeah. The house. Yes. And they had Reese's Brooks Reese's puffs, which are Reese's like peanut butter cup cereal. And you put some almond vanilla milk on that and you can't stop. One bowl is not nearly enough. I think, yeah. And I realized very quickly why I can't have access to these things because come like two, three in the morning, like you're staying up and you, you should be in bed. And the last thing you should do is eat a giant bowl of, well, mm. six bowls of cereal. I get it. For no reason. Then you wake up in the morning like, what did I do? I, no. It's not like when we were younger, you'd make big mistakes and you'd be like, Oh, the car has crashed. Why did I sleep on the lawn? Now it's, oh no, I ate six bowls of yeah. cereal, rock and roll lifestyle. I, I did that with, because you're gone, uh, and like after the Super Bowl, which I won over $1,000 on. Mr. Moneybag. That's doing my thing is I got second place in my fantasy football playoff thing, just with, just on with no skill. I got second place, which was uh, $900, and then I won squares over at Sam Richardson's house three times during that fucking zero zero game. Uh, Cause I had threes and zeros or somehow, I don't know. Either way I won $160 there. So I won uh, $1,060 pretty dope. Everyone is at home being like, fuck you. I get fuck it. You. I get it. I was the only person besides people. You don't even play regular fantasy right. and a- you just, maybe you're a savant and I'm going to hate your guts next season when you actually play a, a proper league. One time I thought I might be a science savant and I, I, I attempted to not study for a test and I failed it. Uh, I was like, maybe I just know this. Uh, <laughs> maybe I just know this factual information I about did, science. I thought it was chemistry in college and I had gotten the top score for two of the three midterms. Uh, so for the third one, I was like, it was out of 400 kids and I was fucking getting almost like 29 out of 30. So top score two times in a row. Uh, so I was like, maybe I'm a fucking genius and I didn't know it. And, uh, I didn't study. I got fucking like three out of 30 and then had to scrim- like, t- like study my dick off to, uh, to get an A on the final. Either way. Uh, but I want a bunch of money. An a, though. Still got an A, yeah, because still averaged out to an A. It's like I, it's like I, I say this on a constant basis. You are a dance between the raindrops, motherfucker. Like shit, I studied just, my dick off for I, that. I know, but yeah. you fucked up real bad. And then you could have got like a B minus or something. Then you got an A. No, then I studied super hard and aced the final. Right. Like it's just I just didn't study for a, a high levels chemistry level class, and you need to study. Either way, won the money. Then at back at your house, did the same thing that you did. I got a bunch of snacks. With Gabrielle and because uh, I was gone, so it felt like vacation. It was so fun, yeah. And then I went in it your was room. So fun. It was fun. I <laughs> in went your in your room. I went in your room because you have a TV, and I rented First Man, and I was by myself, and I I got really stoned, and I ate all of the candy, like the week's worth of candy that we got last night when I got in bed to watch uh, 
God, what did I watch? Oh, I'm into Punisher. I'm watching Punisher season okay. two. I get it. Um, First Man's amazing, Punisher, by the way. Punisher, I absolutely love. Yes, Brooks texted me to let me know that he rented First Man and owed me $6, <laughs> which I promptly took off the rent check. Because <laughs> there's a, there's certain things like the other day, like like uh, I was going to bed and uh, you wanted to, me to leave my weed pen out. Yeah. And instead you're like, yeah, I, I can't give you this weed pen because you're going to suck it all down, but I'll give you a joint. I, yeah. I had a pre-roll. Mm-hmm. And and like, I'm not going to charge you for that because that comes out in the wash. Yeah, because I, I buy but, beer. We share beer. Right. But like... Renting $6. $6 renting I'm a not, movie. I'm not paying for you to see a movie, Brooks. <laughs> I get it's it. the principle of the thing. I had so much fun in there. I was fucking like... It's like one of those movies I didn't want it to end. I was like, keep going. Like, I think it was, you know, perfect... Perfect combo of me being stoned, me loving science, and thinking, and in that movie being shot really, really well. Well, I, I got in bed last night to watch TV when I came home around uh, like 8.30 or so, and there was candy crumbs on the side <laughs> of the bedding, like... And I hope they weren't boogers, because I know you're a booger wiper, Brooks, at occasion. Oh, no. Come on. But I don't deny, <laughs> always picking. Uh, but there was it was candy stickies, and I was like, "What the fuck? Oh, Brooks is just didn't you're like you're like uh, Kramer on Seinfeld eating the Kenny Rogers roasters in Jerry's bed, except for it's candy. There's just I, sour patch well, stickiness. I didn't get everywhere. under your covers. I brought my covers over, and I was on top of your covers <laughs> I under my, my covers cover. over yeah. from the other room. Yeah. Oh uh, man, when you leave, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'll just be in here fucking yelling, if, yelling at nobody. I'm most excited for uh, like when I come over once a week to do the program to see the 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 changes happening in the apartment. The apart- it looks good when you came back from your week away. It does. I, think- I mean, it's not up to burn standards, but I'd let it go to seed, man. To be honest, <laughs> like I had, I had three years of cleaning, and and this is it's all you now, baby. Yeah. Well, there's a Chris- the Christmas tree is in the middle of the room because tr- to be fair, I had never taken it down. Yeah. But instead of putting it away, because you got a new plant for the front window where the Christmas tree was, you just put it in the middle of the room. I don't know where and it- it's plugged in now. <laughs> It really is. It comes apart in three pieces. There's a giant box in the back. You oh, could have stuffed it I in. I didn't know where the box was. And again, uh, though, Brooks, it is yours now because I'm not moving it. So this is where it lives. I don't mind it. Um, yeah, it's in the middle of the room and, and it is plugged in. It is plugged in. Yeah. And when we pulled up, <laughs> Melissa looked in the front window and was like, what the fuck? It's like, what What month is it? Why is the Christmas tree in the other window? And it looked nice from the street, to be fair, until I realized that I have no concept of time and it's February 6th or 5th. Yeah, I like it. I like keeping it. I, I like it. I love it. I love Christmas trees. I uh, They, they I give a warm right. coziness it, to your living room, no matter what time of the year. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I don't know what to do with it. No, it comes apart in threes and there's a big box. You stuff it in the back, uh, the back laundry room. I'm going to throw it away. You can throw it away. That's yeah. up to you. Or just put it on the curb. I'm sure someone will pick it up and put it in their hobo camp. Uh, that's true. You know that would happen. You know if we put this okay. outside, we'll be able to track it and All see right. if it's... Put- after this program, after this week, I'm going to... Like, in an hour, I'm going to put it out on the sidewalk and we will... Just take notes how many minutes, hours, or days it takes for someone to take a Christmas tree in February. And we'll take a photo of it. Yeah. And, okay. and we'll track it. That's a fun It'll be game. on Graham. It'll be on Graham. You know what we didn't get? Did you get the, the pizza crust, the pretzel crust pizza from You've Home been Caesars? gone. I try to eat healthy. Well, I mean, I've been seeing the commercials. It is very out there. Yeah. People are seeing it, and uh, a lot of people are enjoying it. It and looks great. I, I thought about it this morning 
I was going to tell you, hey, man, let's go run and grab that and eat Why it for the show. Why didn't we? Because we'd feel like complete shit the rest yeah, of the day. We got to go run. Tuesday or, well, Wednesday. You know, that's the, after Monday doesn't count after the Super Bowl, Brooks. That's what I think. I, I think had like the most extension. Yeah, yeah I, I'm my new weed weed life is re, makes me so productive. It makes you a better person. I am like going to bed. I'm waking up early. I'm not hungover. It's great. It I, is great. Weed is fantastic. It, it it changes your whole life. If and and I don't mean if you're just like a sober Susie and you don't and you don't touch anything to start smoking weed. I'm just saying if you like to overindulge in too many cold ones from time to time. You want to cut that shit down? You want to wake yeah. up with a with a big smile on your face? Like you feel real rested? Not have to worry that you texted somebody something dumb? Nope. Take uh, advantage of that legal weed situation. I, I don't make... I, t- I talk about it on my set. Like the, the mistake... I've made... Every big mistake has been drunk. I've never even thought about making a mistake high. Because no. I'm just like too nervous and underneath my blankets the biggest mistake is that you'll you'll rent a movie on itunes and then eat a bunch of candy yeah that well, never hurt anybody i have a joke about the biggest mistake i ever made i was right too much pretty good material on the movie pocahontas <laughs> like i watched it and fucking went to town on just r- ripping it apart and then in the morning read my notes and i was like this is really funny but you, you did that on conan yeah no i didn't do it on conan i thought you did no i didn't do that on conan. i was at the taping i thought you did it you i have you did the furby joke Furby joke on Conan, yes. Po- is there a Pokemon joke also? No Pokemon joke, Furby joke, Pocahontas joke, guinea pig jokes. Lots of jokes about stuff I was into when I was little. Right. Uh, you all get right. all that out of the way. But that's early stand-up. That's all your kid stuff you tr- you tend to mine. Yeah, yeah. What? Am, yeah, now my new set is more of like how I don't understand, how I try to be fancy but don't do it right. I, bla- <laughs> I got blackout drunk at my favorite restaurant with Carl and Gabrielle. Oh, this is, yeah, this this should be talked about, Brooks, because it was this morning's rant as you went through your checking account. <laughs> yeah, I looked at my bank account this morning because I, I, I don't Recap know Recap this story so, because it's great. Listeners, like, I just, I got, Friday was, go, I have been having, I was having a really good week. Um, Dad's out of town. You're out of town. I'm doing well with my shit. I'm like handling everything. Um, uh, the lady is, she has that day off, Carl Hess comes over who is like like one of my best friends and uh, brings a bottle of wine and foodie extraordinary oh foodie extraordinary drink you can wine. check out his podcast and he's like oh boy yelling yeah. about pate yeah so either way we go over to a wine tasting we get stoned then we go to the wine tasting then it's fun and then we get two more bottles of wine we come home we drink those then we decide we want to go to night market song which is carl's favorite thai restaurant fantastic restaurant and we it's like friday at eight they don't take reservations so we're like ah, it's gonna be like an hour wait and we're like that's fine we'll just like take some wine and hang out in this by the steps there's these steps called the Mickle Torina steps that are mm-hmm. awesome and you can just kind of chill on them and uh, so we took two bottles of wine, drank those while we waited. And then by the time we get seated, and it is one of those, you sit really close to people restaurants. Yes. I am bumping into everybody. It is jammed. Like and, yeah. the tables are jammed in there. It's so, it's one of those like super popular, super small, mm-hmm. um, like bustling, like you're it's, lucky to be here. So Don't yell about the fucking non-spaciousness. Right, exactly. So then we sit down and Carl immediately orders a bottle of wine and then goes, let's just get everything on the specials menu. So that's what we did. Didn't even look at how many things there were. Uh, then we drink another bottle of wine. I don't remember. This is where it gets fuzzy. Um, <laughs> After I thought, the steps wine. Yeah, I thought it would be funny to go outside and act like I was bailing on the check. Uh, because it's a big glass window and Carl and Gabrielle sitting right by the window. So I knock on the window from, from outside, forgetting uh-huh. that the restaurant is 
filled. Right. And that they all, they think I'm a hobo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like, can I have some food? Either way, I went back in, paid for it all. It was, uh, it was like 290 bucks for a dinner with that. With that you toilet. don't remember. Don't remember. Had a fun time, but just like. Apparent, uh, uh, in theory, you did. I think here's what happened is I spent all week behaving, like like revving up that when I did drink, I was like, I'm going to drink it all. That's what happens. Yeah. Anytime someone goes on like a break. For like a, you know, I'm taking a week off. And then that Friday hits. I, I and that felt like first I, beer hits your lips. Ooh, we Yeah, I guess mm. what it, it felt like I, because as comedians, we don't really feel like we earn Fridays that often. Right. Do you know what I mean? But I worked like so much that week. I had so many fucking auditions that I was like, I earned a fucking Friday. And I got excited. for free all week. That's, yeah. that's what being a comedian or entertainer writer is. You work for free all week, mm-hmm. you, and but you still does you, you did work. It's so much work. Uh, no one pays you for it. I did. I did my Big Hero Six that week. I got paid for that. But uh, but okay, it was just so. I, I forget how drunk I used to get as an engineer because you're so revved up for Friday. Oh yeah, I mean that was like when you have a day job, or like a desk job. You got to fucking earn. You got to blow. You got to you got to use those when, weekends. When I lived in Chicago, Thursday night was fucking rage night and then just got it out at your desk on on friday just and, sweating and, I, and i've always had that kind of like uh theory that that if you could just get through friday you do whatever you want on thursday that's why the show comes out on thursday and that's why carl says really looking forward to the weekend you guys every thursday yeah it's very exciting all right either way i i can't have 300 dollars dinners with my um non-employment well, I blew some money at lunch today, Brooks. I got a $3.50 turkey and cheese from uh, 7-Eleven. You did. I've seen your lifestyle slipping since you decided you're going to move out. Like, you don't do the dishes like you used to. No. You're letting the tree stay up. You're eating from 7-Eleven. I know. I know. I mean, <laughs> again, I don't have things up to Burns' standards. I'm not, I'm not bringing groceries in here. I'm going to eat a turkey and cheese from the, that I microwaved because I thought, like, this will just be easy to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and then just shoveled it in my face. Didn't eat half the bun. Took the, took the turkey off and be like, I need this protein because I got to go to the gym later. Right. I mean, I, gotta, I admit I've picked up the slack considerably from what I used to do because you're doing nothing now. Sure. You're doing what I used to do, and now I'm doing infinitely more than what I used to do, which still is not as much as what you used to. Right. But they are mostly your messes, to be fair. Yeah, and I don't mind cleaning them up. Right. Let's get into some power news you can use. Oh, this is swell. Minnesota man arrested after allegedly holding meth-fueled death party for wife before she died. What? <laughs> this is wild. And this guy what the and fuck? this guy is even crazier looking. This is from Action 2 CBS News. I'm gonna try and give plugs to where I, I, I mine these uh things Nah, from. dude, I, I love, love fuck fair. Jerry. I love fuck Jerry. <laughs> I love fuck Jerry fuck rules, Jerry. man. I, I'm, I'm trying to get a, love fuck Jerry. I'm trying to get a job at fuck Jerry. Uh, I would just be such a proud boy if I did it. I would just be so proud of myself. I just wish fuck Jerry would have stolen some of my uh, my material so that I could complain about it. I feel like people almost get off on like he stole. It was I made this picture of a cat, right? And it was in a river, and it was like. Uh, Time to go down the river and take a nap. And it's a meme and they stole it and they made all this money, which is bullshit. But I don't have anything where I can I can yeah, point my I finger at it. So I could really give two shits. I just never cared. Nor did I ever follow Fuck Jerry. Yeah, my thing about Fuck Jerry was, are you guys a, just now figuring out they suck? I'm not Didn't a, we know this 10 years ago? Yeah, I'm not a millennial, like, 17-year-old. I don't follow weirdo joke 
funny, funny meme accounts. Yeah, no thanks, man. I follow drunk people doing things. That's different. It's so funny. If you want to make money off of that, then that's fine. Drunk people doing things rules. It's t- submissions. It's kind of like what I'm doing over on my Instagram right now on uh, Entry Level with Brooks Whelan. I have people emailing in them not working at their jobs, Putty. and then I post it. So I'm curating uh, a bunch of people not working. They really send fun. it to you. That's they different. send it to me, and then I go, do you want credit? And then th- some of them say no, and some of them say yes. Right. It's the same thing I do on the, on the P-mail. Perfect. And they get credit if they want. If they don't, they don't. But it's fun to hear your, your story. Oh, it's on so the, fun. On the, All right, let's hear about the meth fuel death party. A 50-year-old Minnesota man is accused of throwing a meth-fueled death party for his sick, sick wife, who authorities found dead last week. Court records show Dwayne Arden Johnson of Searles faces charges of criminal neglect and receiving stolen property. He was booked at the Brown County Jail and being held on $250,000. Officers responded to a 9-11 call by Johnson Thursday morning. 9-1-1. And found the body. You called it a 9-11. Did I really? Yeah. <laughs> 9-11 is a joke. Yeah. They responded to the 911 call made by Johnson Thursday morning and found the body of 69-year-old, haha, 69, Deborah Lynn Johnson in their home. The phrase, death party, God hell, had been spray painted in red on the front door of the home. Death party, God hell? Party spelled P-A-R-D-E. Jesus. So this guy like went full full uh, uh, Charles Manson spray paints death party God help on the front door of the house. Um, it's these uh, it's according to court documents obtained by the paper. The authorities say Johnson ran out of the house naked to yell that his wife was dead before running back inside. A Brown County Sheriff's deputy later found him in a bathtub trying to scrub white and black things off his body. A According to the paper, things. I don't know what's going on, man. This is so. So, all right, we'll get to the meat of it. Johnson allegedly removed his wife from New Ulm Medical Center and brought her home where they took methamphetamine and spent her last days rocking out to their favorite song, Metal Health by Quiet Riot. He told investigators that she begged him to not let her die in a nursing home. See, this is. I I don't know, man. Like yeah, I don't, she's dying in a nursing home. If she wants to come home, and and I, and there's another article I saw where they were having sex to that, and just blare Metal Health by Quiet Ride and do meth, and you're just gonna die anyway. I mean, yeah, I'm not against this I, guy. <laughs> I like the guy who remember the guy from a long time ago who had made girls tie his shoes. The female listener. Uh-huh. I like him less. Than this guy. This guy seems... This guy don't mind. No. And and, uh, to be fair, he probably got her hooked on meth or vice versa. It doesn't matter. She's going to die. She doesn't want... If you've ever watched a grandparent die in a nursing home... You don't fucking want that. They're 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 in bad shape and they're they're not enjoying their golden years up to the last second. So if someone wants to listen to, I mean, I love Metal Health by Quiet Riot. I don't like meth, but if I was dying, I might just say fuck mm-hmm. it. Deborah Johnson, who reportedly suffered from mental illness, diabetes, and high blood pressure. All right. She had stopped taking her antipsychotic medication. She had also suffered two heart attacks in the past, according to the paper. So she decided to stop taking her antipsych meds. I've decided to stop taking antidepressants mm-hmm. in the past. They didn't make me feel happy, but apparently what does it for her is meth. The court documents allege Johnson had sex with his wife roughly two hours before her death then washed her body 
and wrapped it in linen like the Bible told him to do. These people are wild, man. Authorities say Johnson also had a cache of 47 guns. 47. You can't be on meth and have guns. I don't own 47 of anything except for baseball cards. And tapes. And and tapes. And hundreds of rounds. Oh, no. I'm, I Maybe I'm this guy. And hundreds of rounds of ammunition in the home. Several of the weapons were stolen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, he's in jail. <laughs> no, you can't do meth and have guns. No, you can't have 47 guns. You, don't, can't, you can't have Steal me- your wife from a nursing home to bang her to mental health by <laughs> quiet riot while you do meth and not get arrested. When the cops come and you're scrubbing black and white things off your nude body next to your wife's fucking corpse. Oh, boy, I don't like this. Uh, I can't wait to share that guy's photo because it does not disappoint. No. Oh Ghost. <laughs> Let's move on. Ghost in student's apartment turns out to be man in her closet wearing her clothes. No, no, (laughs) no. so fucking scary. No, it's Robert Downey Jr. This is my nightmare. Anytime, if anybody's ever worried that like, hey, I'm never going to pull it together. I've hit rock bottom or whatever. Think about Robert Downey Jr. Right. When he did fucking like meth and then broke into somebody's house and crawled into the closet of a little girl's room. Robert Downey Jr. did that. No one has and pulled he's it around fucking faster. Iron Man. No one has pulled their life out of the gutter better than Robert Downey no, Jr. No, you can do it. He's got it. I mean, he's. I heard that he like he even quit smoking. Yeah, and he has an assistant who, which I would love this because I love nicotine gum, who pops them all out and puts them in candy bowls around the house so he doesn't have to deal with those uh, those. Uh, those those hassle of those wrappers, which if you've ever if you've chewed nicotine gum trying to quit cigarettes, uh, I encourage it. I like it, but holy shit, there is nothing that will make a man having a nicotine fit matter than not being able to get the precious goddamn nicotine out of the fucking wrapper because it's meant so children can't get it. It is tough. Weed is. I bought weed recently, so I had to stop asking you for weed. Mm-hmm. And it's tough to get the jars open. They're, they're tough. all. They're all fucking kid. Food it's now. getting worse. And I'm stoned. It's getting worse. Even the bags are, are a fucking nightmare. But I just take scissors and fucking cut that shit open. Yeah. Greensboro, Greensboro, North Carolina. Strange noises, missing clothing, and unexplained handprints. A North Carolina college student says she thought a ghost was haunting her off-campus apartment until this past weekend when she found a man in her closet dressed in her clothes. No! No! That's so... Oh, God. Um, yeah! This is at some uh, some uh, off, off-campus apartments no. in North Carolina, no. Greensboro. I have been having, like, pieces of clothes missing, like shirts and pants, says Maddie, a junior at the college... She told WGHP she is scared for her safety and declined to show her face on camera. Yeah, I would be too. I'd be like, no thanks. I'm not selling fucking newspapers or, 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 or the news on TV for you. Don't show my fucking face. Items were disappearing and handprints were left behind on the bathroom wall. Handprints? I'm so scared, dude. This fucking sucks. It wasn't. Be, it wasn't. Whereas you can't move out anymore. I'm going to be scared. Dude. Man, when I'm home alone, be Brooks, so scared, I do this. I actually do this. Like, let's say I, I run out. And um, like leave the door unlocked to just take the trash out in the back. If it, it's nighttime, sometimes I have like this icky feeling and I go and I look in every single closet in the house. My OCD makes me open every door and make sure that there's not someone in there waiting to kill me. Apparently, it's not so crazy of me to do that. Yeah, no, apparently it's very normal. This is very scary. It wasn't until Saturday that she uncovered a mystery that she and her roommates thought was a ghost. 
I just hear rattling in my closet. It sounded like a raccoon in my closet, Maddie said. I'm like, who's there? And somebody answers. He's like, oh, my name is Drew. Oh, my God. I open the door and he's in there wearing all of my clothes, my socks, my shoes, and he has a book bag full of my clothes. Police said that was 30-year-old Andrew Swafford. Oh, boy. He appeared in court, blah, 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 blah. And then he's in jail, of course. Maddie said she called her boyfriend as she calmly waited for help. She talked to Swafford to help him get keep distracted. He tries on my hat. This is going on with a fucking stranger, and she's trying to, like, keep this guy chill. What a badass. Yeah, this I would run out of the yeah. goddamn house and stand in the middle of the street until the cops came. Yeah, if I, if I, if I hear something in my closet, I go, hello, and somebody goes, my name's Drew. I'm not opening up the door. No, I'm, I am, like, shaky running out of the yeah. fucking house. Or I'm grabbing something to stab with. He tries on my hat. He goes in the bathroom and looks in the mirror, and then it's like, you're really pretty. Can I give you a hug? But he never touched me. All right. Good on him for that, I guess. The big, <laughs> He's a respectful ghost person. This guy is uh, sadly more respectful than a lot of uh, Hollywood uh, uh, producers who've been, actors who've got busted and who did not and who did touch. Mm-hmm. This guy, this psychotic guy. I was trying to do a new more bit, respectful, a bit about how still terrible. It's not a bit, but just how American Beauty has a wonderful ending now. Because Kevin Spacey gets killed. <laughs> like it really changed that movie for me. Yeah. After that movie where he plays a real reputable guy who bones a high school chick. Yeah. He's fucking shot. Either way. Go on. Sorry. Wow. Uh, they said their doors are always locked and they didn't see any damage to them. But what really scares the women is that this is not the first time strange men have been inside their apartment. What? There, were two, there was two guys in the living room, Maddie said. I didn't mispronounce. There was two guys. Okay. College student. That was December 19th. The women alerted the leasing office. Uh, They changed the locks, but they didn't file a police report. Uh, They said they've had enough. Last night, I did not feel safe. I slept with my roommate in her bed. I can't stay here. My closet, it stinks. Every time I go (laughs) in my room, there's a bad vibe. I'm just ready to leave. Yeah. Nothing says bad vibe like opening the door and some psycho guys wearing all your clothes wanting a hug. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, I'll be at Raleigh, North Carolina at the end of this month doing shit at the Raleigh, Raleigh Improv. Come out and see him. Brooks will probably give you a ticket. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I just, yeah, email me. This is, this is from Orlando, Florida, and I did this purposely because this is more lightheaded to take the edge off of Psycho Closet Man. And Death Party. It's official. Universal Studios Orlando now has a butt-naked farting troll. What? Yeah. Apparently, Brooks, this is real. I watched a video of it. Happening only in Florida, you can find a trio of dancing trolls with one of them acquiring a special skill. Universal Orlando now has a character with in one of its theme parks based off a character from the 2016 Trolls animated movie. The troll named Guy Diamond is naked and farts glitter. You know, the Trolls movie that everyone loves. Is that even a popular film? It was popular. Grace was in it. Couldn't Yeah, I couldn't tell you if it, it was. It was popular. My niece loved it. Because like the Emoji movie was like a... A zero star. Trolls kind of thing. was good. Trolls was good. It has like a Netflix show now. Kids, kids like trolls. Yeah, I never watch it because I don't have children. And this, uh, this, there's apparently this this troll character named Guy Diamond. And you know, in the movie, that may, that's funny. Mm-hmm. It's a naked troll, and he bends over with his bare butt and farts glitter out. Well, there's someone in a suit who's an adult. Yeah. Who's now in a job that's is, a pretty, to, is to fart glitter on children. That's a pretty great job. 
It's a great job. It's a fucking power move by Universal Studios. Fantastic to do this. job. But it, it's only it, it it is so indicative of where we're headed as a society, where this would be something so insanely yeah, this raunchy. Is, this is from idiocracy. This like, is from idiocracy. Yeah. This is one of those moments. Guy Diamond. Guy Diamond will fart on your child, and then all the parents are like, "Ha ha! A, a, a unemployed actor in a suit farted glitter." Well, all he over sounds my pretty kids. employed to me. This That's is true. an employed actor. It's acting. He's got a better job than I do, to be fair. That's a fun job. Of any, If I have to dress up as anyone, I want to go as Guy Diamond. And you know what, bros? Uh, Attractions Magazines, you know, Attractions Magazine, uh, they report that Guy is only being guests on the weekends for now. So it's special. I oh. like that. Oh, are we going to see Guy Diamond? If yeah. You go, yeah, if you go on Saturday or Sunday. That's awesome. If you go on like a Tuesday and try and get the cheap tickets, fuck you. You don't get farted on by You Glitter. don't get Guy Diamond. Everyone's favorite troll. Guy Diamond sounds like a, a plumber from an advertisement. This is Guy Diamond, the no-smell plumber. Do you yeah. have problems in your shitter? It also sounds like the coke head of the trolls. Guy Diamond would be the coke head. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what we're... I mean, that's what they're getting at, yeah. right? He farts glitter. He probably he could have shot glitter out of his nose. He snorts glitter, essentially, yeah. is what happened. This is, yeah, this is... Oh, God, Guy Diamond's here. Fucking shit. Hey, Locked what's up, man? Cabinet. Hey, is everyone having a good time? Hey, who wants to snort some of this glitter with me, man? This guy Diamond, get out of here, Guy Diamond. We said you got a problem. Let's get into some P-mail. I got some good P-mails this week, Brooks. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I, 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 I sandbag it. I put it at the bottom of the show because I like to look forward. P-mail's my favorite. Mike, thanks for reading my last story about the Michigan maniac going nuts in New Orleans. You, that was a Brido episode. You missed that. That is a fucking great story. My wife and I almost had to pull over listening to you and Brido recount the sordid tale. I have another one for you that I think you and the daddies might enjoy. The story is part of a larger tale of my 21st B-Day. I'm, I'm leaving out an incredible amount of raw power moves to focus on the main event. My best friend turning into the Incredible Hulk at around 2 a.m. and ruining three people trying to have consensual good times behind closed doors. It's three people. Whoa. I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, and when my college came around, my when college came around, my best friend Dave went to a fancy Ivy League school. While I stayed in California and went to Berkeley. My birthday is at the beginning of the school year, so Dave and some of his college buds, their school hadn't started yet, flew out to party with me. Their plan was to get me wasted on my birthday, then drive to da drive Dave's car across the country for school. To make this more interesting, one of Dave's friends at school was the son of an extremely wealthy, extremely controversial, and famous corporate raider. <laughs> okay. Corporate raider? Yeah, that's like, a, you know, business guy who comes in and, like, steals your business. Oh, okay. I thought, like, because we're, we're talking about the Bay Area. I was uh -huh. like, he's a raider? <laughs> he's a raider. It'd be controversial raiders? Howie Long? <laughs> he was like, yeah, he's one of the bad guys. Yeah. At this point in time, the corporate raider guy owned a pretty famous hotel on the Vegas Strip. And he, in a very cool move, had secured three presidential suites plus a few other rooms for Dave and his buds to enjoy a few nights in Vegas before heading east. To oh. top it all off, everything was comped. Meals, booze, show tickets, the full spread. That is, I, I mean, mean, that's a, that's a, you're. That's you're, a recipe for just a shitty a shitty child, but a great friend to have. You're like young kid. You're like yeah. youngish with that young, like 20, early 20s type blood flowing through your veins. Yikes. And you have three Vegas presidential suites and all the booze is free. 
one of my friends would be dead. No, for sure. Yeah. Like what, well, I, someone's, someone's climbing out the window. One time we all went to Las Vegas when we were 21 and we got upgraded to a suite, which we'd never experienced. And Reese, my best friend, popped a bottle of champagne. He was like, yeah. And the cork went straight into the flat screen TV and spider the whole thing. <laughs> and we all, we'd been there like 10 seconds. I was like, fuck, <laughs> fuck. Oh my we God. We shattered the TV. And he's like, oh my God, man. So we just... All we did was move that TV into the other room. Oh, yeah. And we were like, okay, if they don't turn it on, they won't see it's broken. <laughs> and if, like, what year is this? We were like 22. So it would have been like 2009. Oh, in 2009, like a big flat screen would be like fucking $3,000. It was nuts. It was it was shocking. We were like, oh, yeah, my God. All right, continue, sir. I was not going to go, but the morning after my 21st, oh, boy, they have 21-year-olds doing this. Who? I woke up with a Southwest Airlines confirmation number written on my hand. This was the year 2000, and a text from Dave saying, see you tonight. Though I was broke, <laughs> I am also not an idiot, so I got on the plane. I get to Vegas, and it is happening. <laughs> I know what you mean, man. It is, like, right away it when you walk is in. happening. Like, there's nothing better than showing up. You have the anxiety of showing up to, like, hang out with your buddies in some capacity like this. But when you walk in, and they're already going, and, like, someone just hands you shots, yeah. you immediately go zero to 60 yeah, in someone, the good times. Someone's like, I found a dog. But yeah, 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 yeah. The rooms are stuffed with people in booze. Dave tells me to have a blast and everything is free, but he stressed that I needed to not act too outrageous. I have a tendency because he really didn't want to cause trouble for the corporate raider guy who was being so generous. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you invited you, you invite your pal who you know can get a little dark. <laughs> I'm not an animal, so I behaved. And then there was this dude, Aaron. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I already liked it. I didn't really know him, but he dated a friend of ours in high school and somehow he was at this party. <laughs> he wasn't staying in the suites. He was in a scum room with like ten other guys. Yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> but he was around and about. He's in a scum room, yes. He's very around. We all had to do a club and the night really got going. While we were there at the club, I saw Dave talking to two women at the bar. I don't want to be rude or be a jerk, but these ladies were Dot, 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 rough looking. <laughs> I remarked to Aaron that Dave was apparently wearing some prescription beer goggles. <laughs> That's right, and we had a giggle. Then we heard Dave say, no, 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 no. Do not touch my cock. <laughs> okay. Dave then walked up to me and Aaron and said, those trolls are so gross, but they just both grabbed my dick without any warning. <laughs> oh, man. Vegas is so sweet. Uh, I, don't know. I laughed and walked away with Dave. Aaron apparently was intrigued. He walks over to the girls and they immediately start making out. Oh, gosh. Puke. But hey, it's Vegas. We think nothing of and going, go on with our night. At about 2 a.m., I'm ready to call it a night, so I leave Dave and the others in the casino playing craps. After I walk up to Dave's room to crash on, crash on the couch, I see the door to the room is covered in red and pink lipstick kiss marks. <laughs> <laughs> there are probably 40 to 50 kiss marks everywhere. I put my sloppy drunk ear to the door and hear giggling, music, and the sounds of naughty carnal passions. Aaron had somehow lifted a key to Dave's room and was in there with the girls. <laughs> After the shit stir, <laughs> I go find Dave at the craps table. 
He's in the best mood. I whisper in his ear, buddy, the door to your room is covered in lipstick kiss marks and someone is in there banging. <laughs> he looks at me. His smile disappears into untamed anger. And he says, no! It's Aaron and those trolls from the bar. No, 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 no. He will pay for this. Dave grabs me by the shirt. He is a capital letters huge guy and drags me through the hotel to his room. He sees the door and the litany of kiss marks and screams, "No!" He gr- he pounds on the door and says, "Aaron, if this is you and you are banging those girls who grabbed my cock, you're dead to me." <laughs> the fun inside stops and we hear Aaron saying, "Dave, um, be cool, man. I'm just borrowing the room for a little bit. Cheer, bu- chill, bud." <laughs> I hear the girls giggle nervously. Dave loses it and screams, No, you fucking chill. You have 45 seconds to get everyone dressed, and then I am coming in. I hear Aaron say, Fuck, fuck, girls get dressed now. This is serious. (laughs) I'm on my ass dying at this point. I can't stop laughing. Dave is heaving and wheezing. He's so mad. And I can hear the girls and Aaron running around and panicking. (laughs) Dave then starts a countdown like he's a parent getting a kid out of bed for school. And then he opens the door to a hideous scene. There's champagne bottles everywhere. The girls' clothes are all over the room. It just smells like B.O. and sex and partied out scumbags. (laughs) Dave can't stop screaming, no, 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 and yelling, get out, get the fuck out, get out, get the fuck out. The girls run from the bathroom in robes, terrified, and Dave goes to the bathroom and screams, what is this, period blood? No, no, no. (laughs) Indeed, there was period blood everywhere. Oh, no. Dave then goes to the bed and sees that there is period blood all over the sheets and on the ground. He lets out one final, no! (laughs) He gathers the remaining clothes on the ground, throws them in the hallway, and I watch as half-dressed Aaron and the girls run into the hallway in terror. Dave looks at me and says, what what do we do? What do we do? (laughs) I don't know, man. I calmly call our butler and let them know the room needs a full clean with new sheets immediately and that we also need a bottle of Tanqueray. Aaron has never been heard from again. (laughs) Dave and I are still friends, and to this day I can report that when this story gets brought up, Dave gets super steamed. (laughs) Keep up the good work, Mike. Oh, wow. That was a great story. This guy's dynamite, man. He's sending that. You got to check out that other story. Uh, on the bridal episode, oh, oh man, it, it's fantastic. That was really fun. Giving us a run for our money on the creative writing front, Bricks. Brooks. Yeah, no, that's great. Hard times on Tynes, power move. Sup, Rob from Iowa City here. Iowa City. Yep. I want to share with you an old, I love this. Valentine's Day is coming up. It's like next week. Yeah, it's next week. Um, this guy's got a fantastic tip for you. Okay. Um, I, got ar- I got arrested in Iowa City on... Uh, on uh, February 12th one time. Oh, it's yeah. almost the anniversary coming up. Congratulations, but, Brooks. But that got me out, and that was the first v- Valentine's Day I was ever dating, this girl that I dated for seven years. Mm-hmm. It got, got me out of that Valentine's Day, and then that became our tradition was not having Valentine's Day because I was arrested. That's great. So I, got, I got out of seven Valentine's Day because I was in Johnson County Jail. That works out for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Which, by the way, if anybody can find that mugshot, I'd, looked, I'd love to see it. 
It's got to exist. It's got to be somewhere. I mean, Johnson County, Iowa, Brooks Whelan, I would have been 20. So, yeah, if you, it would have been 2006. I would fucking love if someone found that. Yeah, I've never seen it. I have a goatee because uh, I was dressed up like Ali G, but I couldn't grow a goatee yet, so it's all gross. And I'm also blood everywhere because I jumped over a fence <laughs> and smashed my fucking chin on a bird bath. So I was like bleeding stuff, and I was so trashed that I tried. I told the cops when I got out of the cop car, I was like, well, if I had to be arrested by anybody, I'm glad it was you guys. And they wouldn't shake my hand because I had blood all over oh, me. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, I got to see this mugshot. Don't know how to find it. If someone finds it, we should offer them a reward, Brooks. I mean, we'll just post it. It's got to be. I'll post easy. it. Yeah, I know, but maybe a little something. Yeah, it'd be funny. Uh, I'll send you a. I'll send you one of those. A uh, a mug. I'll send you a a uh, one of my um uh really looking forward to the weekend. You guys, mugs. If you can find the Brooks Whelan mugshot, please mug for a mug. Mug for a mug. I like that. I like it, yeah. Brooks. I invented something by accident, Perfect. which is the best. God, man, I have, I can't wait to see this. I'm gonna put it on a mug. I'm gonna put my mug on a mug. That'd be great. Oh, you should have your yeah. mug on a mug. Mug on a oh, mug. Oh, god damn it. That's a great I idea. I want to make one, too. Okay, all right, all right. We mug just, and mug. We're brainstorming. Okay, back to the Iowa City Park. I want to share with you an old Tynes Day power move that will come in handy for all the daddies out there facing hard times who still want to show how primo and righteous their special someone is. And I, I mean, it's, it's a little late to maybe do this, but put it in your back pocket for next year. It's great. Mm -hmm. So Valentine's Day comes on a Thursday this year. On Monday, you tell your significant other that you're going to have a really tough week at work. Do you think we can celebrate on Friday instead of Thursday? I promise it'll be special. Then, come Friday, you hit all the Valentine's Day stores. Since it's the day after, flowers, cards, candies, sex toys, all that crap will be at least 50% off. On top of that, restaurant reservations will be way easier to make. I've been doing this for years, and my old lady has yet to catch on. Well, she will now if you listen to the show. Plus... You're making her feel extra special, and the late-night mommy and daddy time will be filled with a heightened sense of eroticism and passion. I mean, if you're on a tight budget, this isn't a bad tip. This is a fantastic move. I mean, it. it I mean, I would even share this with my betrothed. I'd be like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm shoot you straight. I'm gonna shoot you straight. Yeah. You're gonna get better stuff. We're gonna have an easier dinner. We're not gonna be out with all the all. We're not gonna have to fight our way into Red Lobster, which everyone knows is the nicest place to go on a on a Valentine's Day date. The greatest restaurant of all time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the nicest. It's absolutely fantastic. Like we've talked about it time and time again. But I mean, it's red. It's got red in the in the visuals. Yeah, well look at the Lobster name. Jail. You, you got. I mean, Lobster. I mean, that's, and everyone else in there is having a good time. Oh, and that's what got, I love so much about like Red Lobster on like a Valentine's Day. If you got reservations, even if you get there a little early and you go to the bar and have a couple drinks, it is so much fun for me to see like couples enjoying themselves. I love Red regular Lobster. Folk. It's so fun. My oldest brother, Brad, I told him to be our Iowa correspondent is banned from the Cedar Rapids, Iowa Red Lobster. <laughs> he was telling me about it because uh, they got drunk underage, but then the, they got like bounced because they were too drunk but then they found out they were underage so they couldn't like call the cops on them so they were kind of just like we can do whatever we want we're trash so they're like fishing around the lobster tank so there's photos of him and his buddy blake in that red lobster in the back being like not allowed here oh god that's fucking so nice yeah you that's can't like, that's like you're like a legend yeah it's very funny i told him to call and leave the story on a voicemail and he was like he will but then he didn't but maybe this is the nudge he needs what are you going to do for Valentine's Day, Brooks? I don't, I don't really, I don't go nuts for it. I'll probably like, I'll do something real dumb, Brooks, like take a bottle of wine and hike up to Griffith. Yeah. Yeah. We usually do a trip. We, Melissa and I, 
we don't we don't we don't do gifts. We always do like oh we'll go to Madonna Inn. Oh we'll go like mm-hmm. we'll go out of town for a day and just swim in a pool and like yeah. sl- split split it down fifty fifty. Because there's nothing you can buy me. Like yeah, like I don't want anything. Like she doesn't. I I'm so specific and. Both of us, I think we kind of buy what we want. T-shirts, I have every, I have everything records, I can want. If I minus wanted a, a new, house, if I wanted, yeah, minus a house. Yeah, I have, we have music to listen to and mm-hmm. a TV and all the records we could ever want. Mm-hmm. And there's no way she's gonna find like my, Melissa's not gonna go. I'm gonna be like, what do you want? Like, I want a 1985 PSA 10, uh, Eric Davis, Don Russ, mint, you know, mint condition. You're yeah. gonna have to bid it on I'm, eBay I'm for so, three days. Well, I'm so easy. Literally, if you want to get me a present, it's just like, yeah, go get a Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's record. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah, but then it'll be, I already had this one. No, but I mean, you can look. I'll tell you, just like, go fucking. The specific one. Just go buy me a Pearl Jam record. Go get me literally any record. I'll be like, ah, oh, you care. I always You care. <laughs> I never understood when I was a kid, like, you know, you'd ask your dad what he wanted for father's day or, or Christmas or something. And it'd just be like, I don't care. I don't need anything. <laughs> yeah. And and I used to think, well, he's just being polite. He doesn't want to take my hard earned uh, money. I earned at Kessel's when I didn't got the job because I didn't get busted for the drug test. Mm-hmm. I, uh, uh, but I get it now. I'm like, he doesn't, my dad doesn't want anything. Yeah, what can you get me that I can't get me? He has two pairs of sneakers, one for out to dinner, mm-hmm. one to mow the lawn. in. he has yeah. a pair of khakis, and a chair to sit in to take naps. He doesn't care about other shit. Yeah, I guess. What What do you want for Valentine's Day? Uh, a gig? <laughs> a job? I would love. I would love a uh, a job. I would love. This is kind of a job Just for someone to buy really. my script. Yeah, a script would be good. Okay. Um, someplace to go and uh, and that would be if anyone could get me that a nice sweet job in Los Angeles. I'm making a lot of money on a television show. I'm going to, uh, here's what I'll be doing on Valentine's day, drinking wine with my girlfriend up in the Griffith park. That's perfect. It's so fun. It's a, it's a, that's all it is. Yeah. And then cause you go out to dinner whenever you fucking want to anyway. Yeah, Like, yeah, we don't eat dinner. Like we ate at Jitlada for Christmas. It was so fun. Right. And we don't have kids. So it's not like a big event where we have to get babysitters. And I understand that. Like I get that. that, that it's tough. Park wine, man. It's so fun. You're a park wine guy now. Yeah. You're an outside wine guy. Outside wine. Wino. Is that a wino? I mean, that's essentially where that term wino is. Hobos who drink wine and live uh, on the streets. Okay. <laughs> so it's wino behavior. All right. So would we say that's winoing when you're drinking wine outside, Brooks? Yeah. I don't. I, I, I like the I term. It's called frasering. I don't know. Frasering? I'm just going to go Frazier. I don't think Frazier drinks alley wine. He's too he's Oh, too I pompous. was drinking alley wine this weekend. Yeah. So I was uh, street Frazierin. <laughs> street Frazierin? Yeah. When, drink, <laughs> when you drink wine outside, you're street Frazierin. Let's get into the power groove. The Oh, yeah. Oh, I got one. I got one that I've been listening to all week. I'm very proud of you, Brooks, for preparing. I wasn't preparing. I've just been listening to this song all week. It's the That's new the same. It's the new Cage the Elephant single, Ready to Let Go. I fucking love this band. I've seen them live like six times. They put on the best live show ever. I'm not even joking. I've seen so many bands. And I, like, I kind of stopped going to see like individual bands, except for like people who put on really great shows like um, Future Islands and stuff like that. Uh, KG Elephant is so good live. They're the best. If they, they're going to go on tour. Check it out. Ready to Let Go is a dope song. Like one of the songs that you hear for the first time, you're like, I already like it. I don't need to listen to it eight more times. It sounds like an old friend. Yeah. That's what a good song does. It catches you right away. And it's like, I already, 
I felt like I've loved this song in the past. It's life. great. It's good. I'm excited for the new album. I have two quick ones. Uh, Craig Durko featuring Too Short, Ready to Party. It has kind of a, uh, uh, what's the Skrillex movie music called, Brooks? Uh, bass drop, drop bass drop music. Um, I couldn't. Boy, I can't couldn't think of it. Be more from the Midwest. Yeah, uh, it's emo, house music. Emo house. EDM. Electric EDM. dance music. That's what it yes. is. It yes. has a touch of that. But boy, when that two short verse kicks in, ooh wee! You're gonna be ready for the weekend so hard. Quick Nick Rutherford story about K R A I G Durko featuring Two Short. The song is called "Ready to Party." Brooks, pause it. I'm gonna drop one more. Okay. Alejandro Escovedo's Chelsea Hotel 78 off of his album two, of his 2008 Real Animal. This is a great album. This sounds like I, something I would like. I have not I have not I wasn't into this guy before. Uh someone I heard this single somewhere and I I got into this whole album. Mexican American artist. He's fucking rock and roll as shit. And I it's just like a whole album of this awesome guy that I never heard of. Alejandro Escovedo Chelsea, the song is Chelsea Hotel 78, and you can check out the whole album. That sounds like I would like that. Real animal. Either I think you would. I think the, you would our, a lot. The Skrillex story is just from Coachella last year or two years ago where I was there with a bunch of crew like Kevin Barnett, Eric Andre, Nick Rutherford, Jeremy Burke, and um, Rutherford decided to do a bunch of ketamine, which I don't really mess with. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, we, were, we ended up at we ended up at Skrillex's house, uh-huh. and he's DJing. It's like yeah, when real... you, you just do ketamine, you just show up at Skrillex. Well, we're with like autopilot. we're with you know Eric and stuff, sure. and uh, and rather they're like, hey, no, just you know, don't record anything here. This is you know a chill party. And uh, I just hear a big commotion because Rutherford not only is trying to get video of Skrillex DJing, he's got the light on on his iPhone to get better video. Jesus Christ. Because it's so obvious he's filming. He's got the light on. Doesn't notice And they're notice, like, what are you probably. doing? He's like, what? I just want, this is cool. I want to capture it. And then we're like, got to get him out of here. He's like, and then he just grabs me. He's like, I feel fuzzy, man. <laughs> I was like, dude, you got to stop filming. We're going to get booted out of this party, which sucked anyway, but it was fun. I don't do, uh, I don't touch any of that shit, but the last time, a couple years ago, I did, for the last time ever, I did uh, X or whatever the fuck. Molly. Molly. And boy, I don't, your just whole body turns into fuzzy, and I immediately regretted it. I was at a festival, and I had this thought of, I'm too old for this. I was having a good time. Now my time is a panic time yeah. instead, and it's just stupid. Yeah, I was hosting sat, Outside Lands in San Francisco for Go90 like two years ago, and they gave me a bunch of uh, VIP wristbands to give to people while we interviewed them. I gave them all to a dude dressed in a wolf costume and said, I bet you have ecstasy, and he did. <laughs> and he tra- I traded him ecstasy for like $2,000 worth of VIP tickets. And when I took it with uh, Grace, who I've seen at the time, and um, we had to leave before The Who came on. <laughs> the Who was coming on. And she was like, I was That's like, I don't want to be here. I missed The Who because I took a wolf man's ecstasy. It's, and I'm done after that. You forced me to miss The Who. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. Stick with weed. Stick with domestics. Stick I mean, with unless red you're, wine. Unless you're Come under on, 20. Unless you're in college. Just like as a 30-year-old, it's not fun. Yeah, I would just, I would, uh, even if you are in college, if you've done those 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 sort of uh, party drugs like once or twice, that's enough. It's yeah. enough. You can tell everyone you know what it feels like. 
it's really just going to ruin your shit. Unless you're going you to miss the who. Mushrooms, though. I'll, I'll encourage those. Oh, I love the mushrooms those so much. I've doubled down on my mushroom usage. I only I only touch them maybe once or twice a year, but I that's on a special occasion. Them. And But those are nice. Yeah. All right, Brooks. That's about it. You got anything to plug? Uh, I'm going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina. And then I'm also going to be uh, Bloomington, Indiana at the Comedy Attic. Sweet. I, it's, a, it's way ahead, but uh, I will be in Chicago at the Lincoln Lodge doing this show live June 14th and 15th. Uh, I'll Maybe sure if I'm you, bored, I'll just come. Maybe you just come. I Maybe can't pay you. I no, got, no I that's fine. It would just be fun. Gabrielle's never been to Chicago. And Chicago, there's no, no funner city in the summer than Chicago, Illinois. Can't beat it. Um... Again, thanks to everybody who's uh, joining us on the Patreon. If you want to hang out after the show, we'll be over there for a little bit, and you'll only be able to hear it at patreon.com slash powermoves with Mike Burns if you are a, in the K-Money Club. Uh, also, you can always... I, I, have, I haven't taken down the 20% times 20 uh, deal for Power Moves with MikeBurns.com for any of the apparel. If you still want to scoop something, I'm just going to leave it up until like Friday until I'm uh, un, unlazy enough to... Uh, pull that off. Of that. I get it, man. My website is down and I am like just so fucking lazy that I, I had this really interactive website of like maps and stuff. And I'm like, fuck this. Just, I just, my road dates. That's all I need on there. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare going in there and trying to adjust things mm -hmm. permanently. Yeah. All right. That's about it. We'll see you at power moves after dark shortly. Really looking forward to the weekend. You guys power moves. I'll make it power moves.